Jack. Hey, I'm Damien. This is Karin. Yo, this is Toby. You are listening to the Think Breaks podcast. It's episode six now, and once again, Jack is not in. But we also have some good news. We have some good news. Yeah, if you notice by that voice, we've actually got a brand new host joining us. Make some noise for our new host, Mr. Toby. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, madness. Yeah. yeah. Glad to have you on like full time, man. I know, right? Officially part of the family. Yeah. Yeah. Much love. I mean, I wish there was the four of us. I wish there was the four of us to properly welcome you, but we'll pretend Jack. Yeah, well, soon, 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 soon. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Jack's here in our hearts right now. Yeah, we love you, Jack. And on Facebook Messenger. (laughs) Or even Discord, yeah. (laughs) But it is good to have you on full-time, Toby. We appreciate you just, you know, hanging out with us in general, dude. Oh, mate, yeah, I absolutely love it as well. So thank you for doing it. (laughs) Yeah. How's, How's everyone's Saturday starting off here? Pretty all right. Yeah, all good, all good. I um, I just had a haircut, cut my own hair, and um, oh, big man. Yeah, it's because we bought these clippers at home, and my hair started to be sort of untamable. So it was a, it was almost a bit of a okay. Let's just do it now, and um, right. I don't know. It, it looks all right. It looks all right. No need to pay six pounds for a barber anymore. I was close True to that, doing man. it the other day, to be honest. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Didn't gather the not enough bravery for it. Are you just letting your hair grow out until the barber's open? Yeah, I like That's getting exactly like what a I was trying to do. Yeah, back and side fade going on. Do you know what I mean? And now my hair's just mm. just long. <laughs> I don't know if I need it was to get bad. mine cut. I think I'm gonna cut mine today. Now that you've. There you go, oh, just cut, it's like, it. I'm trendsetting, trendsetter, I love it. Yeah. 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 You're a famous watch, guy. Watch, when this episode goes out, all the viewers are going to start cutting their hair now. <laughs> yeah, cutting their facial hair, getting new yeah. looks maybe. Exactly, you know, fresh start. Well, what what have you been doing, Damien? Uh, you know, not, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know what you've been doing. <laughs> It's, it can feel that way. I haven't really done much except like think. Thinking like can be overbearing sometimes when you're always thinking and you're always lost in your thoughts. Truth. What you been thinking about, dude? Nah, just uh, you got a whole bunch of stuff happening like this year in 2020 alone. Get on social media and you see a whole bunch of crap going on. That's like fuck. Like you hate seeing that shit. It's been like full steam ahead this year as well for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like thing after thing. It's like Jesus Christ. What can we get into next? Yeah. You know those little memes about oh aliens are next and fucking there was there was a meme at one point where it was talking about fucking killer bees or some shit like that. <laughs> Hold oh yeah, I think I know what you were about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to fucking think to myself that I don't really think I'd be surprised at whatever comes next. Like, holy shit. There, there could be fucking Transformers. Our audio equipment could have a mind of its own and start fucking taking over the world, and I wouldn't be surprised. There's so much <laughs> shit going on. I was going to say it's straight biblical shit, but maybe not so on the last bit. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to stay away from that. It's like having a negative effect on my mind. Oh, mate, tell well, me But that's the it. thing, isn't it? Because especially with social media, we get so much access to a lot of negativity or, well, depends on what you have on social media anyway. Yeah. But I I know that, especially on my end, it sort of hampered creativity and like just even working on music and such because you're already in sort of a negative mind state from reading all that stuff. Yeah. That you just like it sort of affects the rest of your day. It's very true because you do, you get like little um, boosts of like dopamine and stuff, don't you? From yeah, from like yeah. social media and obviously when it's just get bombarding you with so much information, giving you like an information overload, it's kind of exactly. hard to then <laughs> have any kind uh, of passion for anything else after afterwards. You know, what I mean? I've just been sitting back and watching TV or like well Netflix at least. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing. I've been watching so much. 
think a good thing to do during these times is to actually like keep an eye on your social media in terms of like what sort of things are coming into you and sort of trying to filter out oh yeah anything that's sort of not necessary of course i mean the news you probably do want a news source and all but there's often other things that are quite not exactly news stuff but just things that are just very negative that you just don't need to see yeah it's almost just like social commentary kind of posts yeah and it's kind of like yeah any new hobbies you've all picked up during this uh during 2020, during quarantine, during all of these protests and all that, anything you guys just picked up on doing lately? Something new? Um, well, I've, I've changed my music workflow. That's one thing, but that's not really a hobby as such, really. It's just right. cha- changing the way I do a hobby. Yeah. Uh, I've been exercising a lot more as well, to be fair. Mm. Um, oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it in a previous episode or something, but there's these um, there's these live streams that go on um, from is it guys in Leeds, Toby? Oh yeah, 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 twins, and, yeah, twins in Leeds. Uh, shouts to Bayless Brothers and um, I, mean, I think I remember moves. you guys talking about that. Yeah, I think we yeah, so, threw it out. And, oh, maybe no, maybe yeah, we talked about it. I can't remember. Maybe just like I, I remember talking show. about it, but not really talking about it either. Yeah, yeah. If that makes right. sense. But yeah, the like you know just getting in sometimes to exercise that's that's been a change and that's a positive hobby to pick up on really yeah especially since um like i'm not traveling into work as much nowadays there's that extra mm-hmm. time from the yeah. commute saved that can be spent doing like hobbies like this and so on right on and then that puts you in a good set of mind when like that puts you in a good set of mind for the rest of the day and then you can just start you know doing any music bits and so on. Oh, Almost yeah. like a clean slate for your state of mind. That is a good way. I mean, working out in general is a good way to start your day. Yeah. Gets you feeling good, gets you feeling pumped. And it, and you get it out of the way too, right? Especially, it's a good time to work out, especially for people who, who they don't particularly like working out. So they just get it out of the way. In the beginning yeah. of the day, you don't got to worry about it. Because like a lot of people see it out. as almost like a chore, isn't it? Like, yeah, but it's oh, a good no, chore. I'll tell you that yeah, much. yeah. As far as as far as me, mate, I uh, I really haven't been able to pick up any new hobbies and stuff. I've just been so slammed with finally finishing off my uh, master's degree. Woo-woo. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, so now I can start maybe thinking about hobbies, but yeah, I don't know. You what's your next move? Wait, who who first? <laughs> uh, uh, Damien's question first. What what's what's your next move? Oh, next move. Uh, work on just work on my own music and my own kind of brand, I guess. Uh, try just build that up as much as possible, while additionally looking into getting some kind of smaller jobs on the go in terms of media composing. Just get my name out there. But um, you, yeah, go on. You ready for that world? Like, are you ready to take that on, like, on a professional aspect like that? Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I think in my, in terms of, like, goals and stuff, I'm not really wanting to throw myself deep into that for for a fair few years. Um, You don't want to bite off more than you can chew. Well, that's it. And I think when Mm. when you look at a lot of these kind of up-and-coming composers in, like, the film and TV industry and whatnot, if you yeah. look at these these names these days, they've got a big like back catalogue of own personal music they've done and like kind of innovative stuff they've done in their own right. So I think that is right. actually a very quite a big important aspect to to eventually gaining that kind of respect to then move into that industry. If you get what I mean. So yeah, it's like in in essence, it's almost like having like your own portfolio, your own sort of CV. That's quite diverse. Exactly, that's it. Different things, right? Yeah, that's that would say so. Yeah, because I imagine if you're um, trying to move into that sort of industry and you look back and all there is is just, I don't know, maybe no sort of portfolio or a very samey portfolio. I don't think you would have that sort of. Yeah, I think I think there's also a there's an aspect of it where more and more directors and producers and whatnot. are recognizing that 
a kind of popular name doing a score. Like, for example, like Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross from Nine Inch Nails. It's kind of got mm -hmm. that kind of... It's like it's hard to explain. It's like that kind of like subconscious thing of you hear the score and you instantly recognize it because you know Nine Inch Nails and it kind of adds to the kind of like depth of the film. And you, you just see it a lot. You see it a lot recently. Obviously, you do still have your very kind of... Um, standard composers like Han Hans Zimmer and Thomas Newman and whatnot, but mm, that looking is looking for your own sound in that. Yeah, right yeah, exactly. But that's kind of they're very much their their own own kind of style of big orchestral oh, yeah. kind of classical influence. Really, sort of like massive production. Sort yeah, of yeah, exactly. You don't really have as many, but there, well, yeah, not that I know of. But there isn't a lot of more subtle styled. There, yeah, um, there, it is out there, but it's. Um, I would say... Is it sort of overshadowed? You want to say again, sorry? Is it sort of like overshadowed by all of this? Big yeah, yeah stuff? yes and no, I think, definitely. I think when people... I think if you say film music to someone, they instantly think of like Interstellar and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Mm, Where is bombastic there, kind of yeah, compositions. Yeah, or like Pirates of the Caribbean, you know what I mean? Like really like oh, over-the-top yeah. kind of orchestral yeah. numbers. Um, mm. But yeah, there is definitely a growing increase of the, of the kind of like more like I want to say contemporary almost and like minimalistic eclectic kind of sounds um, you know what I watched yeah. recently Toby I yeah. think you would find this interesting man um, like considering the field you're getting into it deals uh, so well first have you ever like watched action movie do you like action scenes with music or without music um, uh, with I see. I it depends on the film, really. Or, or does it exactly? Yeah, I've always thought the same. It depends on the film. I've, uh, I just I find I think is um, a, shit. I forgot uh, the director's name, Michael Mann, or Mann, I forget his name. He directed Heat, okay. uh, one of my favorite films. But he just has a knack. He also directed uh, Collateral with uh, oh, Jamie yeah. Foxx and oh, Tom Cruise. That's, oh, that's a good film. I yeah. Yeah, notice in every single one of those action scenes, there was, from what I remember, there wasn't really a lot of music. It was just like the sound of like the, just the actors, the, yeah. the world, and the the gunshots. Yeah, I love action like that because it makes me feel like I'm in this scene. Yeah, it's a it's very much really a stylistic like, approach. I think that. It, I think it is too, and it just draws me into film a lot more. Um, but leading in from that, there's, I watched something on uh, Facebook or not Facebook, YouTube. Uh, it's an old video now, but it's The Matrix. You know that uh, that lobby shootout scene yeah, near the end of the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I might have seen oh, this, yeah, yeah. you know. I seen that. There was a YouTube video of a scene, of that scene. It just didn't have the music. It was just all the gunshots, and I actually liked it way more. Yeah, way more than the propeller heads kind of, uh, oh, what is the track again they use? He, I mean, it was like a break uh, beat track, wasn't it? It's got like the funky. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's cool, but I, it was just like I don't know. I just like hearing those, you know, the ambient effects, like just right in your face. Yeah. Is it because the um, sort of like the soundtrack of it sort of ruins the immersion? I think that's what it is. Yeah, it adds. It adds like. Yeah, it's because essentially they've used the music in that sense to be more of an audience connector yeah do you know what i mean yeah that's right. really what it is whereas it's not it's it, not supporting what's going on as such it's kind of supporting the fact of like yo you're watching a cool fight scene yo mm -hmm. <laughs> if you if that, if that makes that any makes sense, sense you know yeah. what i mean um, that actually makes a lot of sense yeah yeah, yeah like uh, i just yeah there are many people that do stuff like that it's quite contrasting but obviously lord of the rings that was one of the first ones i really noticed they did when um, oh. i think what was it, it must have been two towers or maybe it was the last film, but it's where basically two sides are running towards each other to clash. And then when yeah. the music's building up and building up, but when they finally clash and start fighting, all the music stops. And all you hear is it's kind of like the intensity and like, do you know what I mean? The grunts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Like horses flying past. And then... It's badass. Yeah, and then after 30 seconds, something will happen and the music will be like... And start up again. But I think those, I little, know, pa yeah, those little pauses are common. quite pretty, uh, pretty impactful, really. I I think to, to yeah, scenes. it's. Uh, I think I think the music is all about. Uh, it's you got to be using the right, like the right times. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be can't tasteful. Exactly just have music going throughout the entire thing. Otherwise, it's almost like we're watching it's, a musical. Yeah, almost. dude, it's one of it's the. It's why too. I hate the. I hate cheap, cheap ass B movies that have like just <laughs> this really generic enough. metal yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. 
playing oh, yeah. during an action scene. <laughs> it's like re- it's like really generic, and it's fi- it looks like an opera. It's just filmed bad, like really badly. And uh, see that they, they'll have like that is the side bullshit. of the industry that I'm really trying to veer from. <laughs> you should check that side out. Just to, you should it's just open the door a little bit. Like it's really, a- mate. <laughs> Just see, see what's going on over there. But yeah, yeah. No, I think it's it's all about using music or just just sound in general, not just music, but in a subtle sense. Yeah, because yeah. subtleties go a long way. I think. I I, I think so goes, too. Yeah, I do think so. That even goes for electronic music production as well as film music production. Yeah, like no, this is true. Little details are so. Much, it's um, what is it? The whole idea of less is more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I did a few. I'm sure everybody's seen it by now, but that Spider-Man three, uh, the when Peter Parker's dancing down the fucking oh, yeah. street, and they, oh, yeah. like the different tracks on it. <laughs> yeah, there's like the version with no music, and it just so fucking weird. It's creepy. It's like what the just hell? shuffling. Just like it's it. the weirdest thing. But yeah, it's I've like who that. does that? That was a weird film, though. Like, what? What a strange. Yeah, the this fuck right like. The whatever happened with that movie, the the mess that was the production of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, a lot of good music coming from from uh, just everything that's gone on in the world. Really, have you guys heard the new Galaxy and Dex bit? I was thinking about that Galaxy and Dex bit. I was listening to it just um, yesterday. Well, yesterday at the time, just recording. Lovely and, um, tune. Really good tune. That it's it's nice to see sort of. Um, I mean, going back to what we were saying earlier about sort of like negativity that you see, it was nice to see people sort of coming together to turn that negative energy into something positive. Oh, absolutely. You love to see it. This is a new tune. Yeah, so uh, Galaxy and Degs made a a tune together based on like the recent situations. And uh, it is out now, I think. Yeah, it's like a fundraiser track as well. Yeah, so it's a fundraiser track, or you know, all money made goes to um, the NAACP and the Lawrence S. Lawrence Trust. Yeah, so um, that's the thing, actually. Just, I mean, that tune's one example, but I'm sure there's so many that, like, in the last few weeks, not just music, but uh, streams and such. There's been a lot of people getting together to do things for charity or fundraisers or it's been a big thing this year for sure yeah i think with the whole covid situation as well there's been more incentive to sort of really get stuck in into what was that noise sorry that was probably me um smacking my mic stand because i can just see a massive waveform. let me start again (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no i was gonna say um um yeah, like uh, I think this whole COVID situation, it's really got people to really get stuck in and think about different ways to present their work or ways they could present their work to help other people as well. Cause... Yeah, a lot, a lot of kind of uh, selfless kind of acts going on in terms of their music, which you love to see, man. Yeah. That's I, cool. I mean, I want to shout out uh, Samsara Beats uh, label in America. I think they're in Chicago. I can't remember. But they recently put out this album that was um, it was like a charity album. And some of our friends are on it, actually. Shouts Option. Um, yeah. And uh, I think just within the first weekend, they managed to make 200 something dollars just straight Damn. going to charity in just one weekend. So That's really cool, mm-hmm. man. And that's from like a, an upcoming label. Imagine all the big mm. labels doing things. Other well, I was going to say this: this right. Galaxy and Degs track hit um, a thousand in the in the first day. See, that's that's amazing. Which is pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of right the on. one that you mm-hmm. mentioned, that's that's pretty damn impressive for a label that isn't like massive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And um, it's nice to see that um, people can sort of put aside, like their differences between labels and whatever and just get together, buy some nice music and just oh, do yeah, stuff sure. to help others. It's really nice to see. I think um, I think I saw Critical Music as well, like on one of those Bandcamp days where Bandcamp takes off. Um, they don't take any revenue. They managed yeah. to make like $1,400 just from one Bandcamp day. Again, all donated and so on, which is just really, yeah. really nice to see. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's totally cool. Is. Yeah. I'm glad that's going around. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm just glad that people are, I mean, I hope these donations are going to the right people, you know, going to the right pockets, you know, because, I mean, we've heard so many stories about people stealing from donations and all that, so I'm, yeah. I'm really happy that, I'm really happy that people are, uh, are wrong coming with forth people doing as well, that. Man. Sort of like taking it into their own yeah. hands to make sure it's getting to the right places, essentially. Yeah, it's just cool. Like I said, it's just cool, man. It's just cool. People... I mean, these are trying times, trying, you know, everybody needs cash. A lot, well, I'll put it as well, a lot of people needs cash in their pocket right now. So yeah. I hope that uh, it's just a good thing that people are doing this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so many people have lost jobs or if you're like me, you're on a pay cut and so on. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, and even in those times, people are still sort of like, you know what? I can spare a couple of pounds, a couple of dollars, a couple of whatever your currency is to right. just donate to a good cause. It's really, really nice. It's actually forced my buddy Tyler to, he does graphic design. It forced, kind of forced him really to start doing his graphic design work for uh, the public a little bit. Mm. Like for anybody that, that'll come to him. And he's got some, he's done some pretty good work. Just pushing actually, his he did my new. Yeah, yeah, just freelance. And he did my, my logo recently, which I thought was badass. Yeah, right I do like yeah, the yeah, logo actually. It's a really nice logo, that. I appreciate it. He's doing my buddy, uh, my buddy RJ's logo too, which is turned out to be really cool from the uh, like updates that he keeps sending me. Nice. But I wonder if this has forced anybody else to like kind of start their own thing to just get a little cash in the pocket. Because I know people have had, probably have had to sell a lot of their shit, like especially things that they love that they've had to sell just to get some, just to pay rent or something, you know, just to mm. put fucking food on the table. It sucks. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's a good opportunity to kind of get into your... Uh, arts and crafts somewhat and try and like push push stuff i've got quite a few mates that have kind of started doing a lot more more kind of artsy and craftsy bits yeah, and yeah i think it's going all right for them to be fair it's sort of the best know. time to do this as well especially if like you may have you know been furloughed from work or whatever yeah you've got that time to you know, because I'm sure before this whole lockdown thing, people were thinking, oh, I wish I could do this thing. Yeah, but I, don't have the I wish time, I could do yeah. that thing, but I just don't have the time. It puts uh, it all right, into well, a lot of perspective, doesn't it, really? Yeah. Priorities. You <laughs> yeah, you sort of step back and sort of start thinking, actually, let me do something. And in some cases, do something very positive. Maybe doing so, well, because I know a lot of people are probably so stressed out that they're not even doing anything. They're just too busy being stressed out, <laughs> yeah. which is understanding. Maybe just watch Netflix life. or something. Yeah, like just do something to like take the mind off of being stressed. I mean, the older I get, the more I'm trying to like learn to my, like myself that, you know, stre stress is going to kill you faster than anything else, man. I mm. swear to God it is. I guess I mean that figuratively, but stress kills. Totally. Yeah, it fucking kills, man. It all um, kind of... Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, no, go on. Go on. <laughs> it all kind of stems from weirdly just like about stress and different kind of emotions that you can feel during this time. They all realistically stem from two places, and it's kind of like love and fear. Or I think, is it faith and fear? I think and, it's faith and fear. Yeah, faith and fear, fear, yeah. So, like, realistically, when you're stressed out, you just, you, you really, you're just kind of fearful that whatever you're stressed out about isn't going to make your life better, right? Mm, yeah. And realistically, that's, that's to... if, you can, if you can control those two kind of core emotions, really, and just, like, put a bit of rationality on it, it, it does make it a lot easier to manage. But right. at the same time, it's when you're fucking really stressed out it's easier said than done really <laughs> yeah exactly i mean yeah. a lot of things are easier said than done it's just it's all about applying yourself yeah i think just like taking those first kind of steps and like educating is yeah. always a good That's... kind of way to it definitely makes it easier to handle mm. right i think a lot of people often say that like the first step is the hardest and it's so true like put yeah. into anything like you know making music or starting your arts and crafts or etc once you've made that first step, you can look into making it a regular hobby, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. Because then you can set aside, I don't know, an hour, two hours in the day to think, okay, I can carry on with this thing I was doing. And the consistency, you can turn it from a hobby into small business. Life. Life, exactly. Yeah. That is true. 
That is true. I mean, I'm sure with all of us and probably any person right now who's started, well, not not even just in this lockdown, but just any person who's uh, who makes music or DJs or whatever, before you started it, there was probably a long time where you were just like, ah, when do I start? Blah, blah, blah. But as yeah. soon as you started, you could just carry on like that. Yeah. It's the same yeah. with getting releases. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, God, I need to just get this first fucking release. And then, granted, the next few after that will probably take up a little while. But then as soon as you start getting the flow of it and feel confident, then yeah. it just becomes second nature just to try and get... Put I mean, speaking, of, speaking of releases and such, I was speaking to Jack about this last night, but there also shouldn't be such an emphasis to sort of constantly release. Oh, I yeah, know, especially true. in the drum and bass scene as well. There's almost a thing where, yeah, you need to have high quality releases, but you need to be releasing very regularly. And I don't know, I just can't agree with that. Yeah. But then again, I haven't released anything in like three months. So it dep- Yeah, it depends if you're literally only in the game to really build yourself up and eventually just like make loads of money or whatever from that. Um, then probably going, yeah, you'd, you'd need to be quite consistent and stuff, but it all comes down to what you really want from music, really. Yeah. yeah. Like, it depends on what you're going for. If you're trying to make money, I don't really know how hard it, tr- if you apply your mind to, to what you're doing, I don't really know how hard it actually is to make consistent money off of making music. I, I, I know there's like these beat sites where you can sell your beats or lease your beats yeah. online and shit like that syncing and stuff get but, your music synced up to yeah yeah that's quite a big avenue isn't it yeah yeah totally. yeah like like i'm i'm not sure exactly how hard it is to make money off of music um i know how hard it is to make money off a of drum and bass unless you're really popular though yeah <laughs> yeah just become a ghostwriter yeah, oh, like, speaking it's... of ghostwriting, actually, that just reminds me of a topic <laughs> that um, I was thinking about months and months ago. Oh, but, yes. Um, I remember, um, I can't remember who it was, but someone on Facebook put up this question about ghostwriting. Yeah. And the question was, if ghostwriting didn't exist for six months or even longer, let's say six months to a year, yeah. how would that change the music industry? Actually, I don't know. I mean, so is, so like, say, uh, say Justin Timberlake sings over a beat. Yeah, I mean, is that's it, an interesting. I don't. I that's don't, an interesting one. I don't actually. know how the contract actually works of the produce because you never really see uh, at least on albums you don't see like Justin Timberlake's song and then produced by or produced by or you know anything like that. No, that's usually in the whole um, track credits, but. I think for ghostwriters, they actually have to sign an NDA first. Are you, wait, are you talking uh, about I, ghostwriting as in like rappers that get their lyrics written? Or are you talking about like literally someone that's produced the whole track? Uh, but then they're still well, the in producer. Terms of, in terms of the rap scene, it would be someone who just writes your lyrics. But right. in terms of like the production scene, yeah, paying, I some, don't know. paying someone to make a drum bass track, but you release it under your name. Who are known ghost? Uh, who are known ghost producer and and who are people who are known to use ghost writers? Do you, do we know of anybody? We we won't know for sure because they have to sign non disclosure agreements. I mean, so are there any rumors or anything what, like that? Would yeah, be unless you hear it on rumors or um, unless you hear it on rumors or you actually know someone who ghost writes, we can never be fully sure about it. But it is a thing. I don't really know, to be honest with you. If I, I just, I mean, I think there have been cases of like people who, I mean, of course there have been cases of people who didn't write particular lyrics, but they sang them anyways. There was a writer for those lyrics, but the person just sang them. Um, I'm pretty sure Beyonce, Around the World, Girls, or whatever it's called, or is it just called Girls? I swear that had like... That's what, like 12 writers. <laughs> yeah, six yeah. writers. For that is crazy. Girls. I didn't know that. You tell me one female can come up with that. Come on. Uh, yeah, I don't. I couldn't answer that question. That is crazy, though. I think it would be. An, I think it would be interesting, though, to see because you would like. I don't know if it was a lot, though. Yeah, you never know, though. You know, with these like big ass names. Like maybe not even drum and bass I'm talking about, but just like oh yeah, just in a generic sense. Yeah, yeah. Like you see some of these guys at DJ, and they're like, 
like Steve Aoki and stuff. Like, I'm not saying he doesn't make his own music, but you can imagine some, there's loads of people that are rich as, rich as out that are literally just paying people to write them sick music, right? <laughs> because I imagine some of those people as well, uh, they probably won't have the time to yeah, exactly. produce constantly they're, as well, They're constantly right? on tour so, DJing, aren't they? Pay someone to get a quick beat. and It'd be interesting to see like how... If, I mean, with today's come out. production, with today's production capabilities, they're probably just making records and shit over on a laptop, like in airplanes and shit. Yeah, yeah. And then they extract them immediately, put it on their USB, and play it at their new uh, gig at Imagination no, this Festival is true. or some shit. Just quickly go like rewinding right back to when I was talking about film music. Um, I read that uh, Warren Ellis, who does a lot of film music with Nick Cave. Um, Warren Ellis, I, I feel like that name is... Yeah, they're from is, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Does Warren Ellis have a YouTube channel? No, I don't think so. No, and that, in fact, he oh, definitely shit. won't. He's quite an old, rugged geezer. But um, <laughs> anyway, he, I, I read for some reason. I, oh, sorry, go on, Damien. No, no, I apologize. I just... Uh, the name is familiar. <laughs> yeah. But either way, he... Um, when you were talking about whacking up a tune on a laptop because of the production capabilities i believe he i can't remember what film it was for but he spent the like the majority of putting the score together just in a hotel rooms on his laptop really yeah, with just with just a mic and a little sound card set up and his fiddle and all his instruments that he just what is he what what movies has he scored uh so him and nick cave primarily work together um the proposition um the road the road yeah, yeah, yeah that's road. a great movie. assassination of jesse james by the coward robert ford all-time favorite film yeah. i fucking love modern westerns <laughs> um uh. they've done quite a lot though i think they did what else did they do god it's kind of escaped me now but yeah i just thought it was quite interesting because it just shows really that with the kind of technology we've got these days, if like a composer can literally write a score for a film in a hotel room mm -hmm. and DJs can literally write tracks just in the hotel room and then play it, it's crazy times, isn't it? Yeah, Warren I mean, Ellis is also a comic book writer, but this is this isn't the same. Yeah, different Warren different Ellis. Ellis no, no. <laughs> it'd be impressive <laughs> if it was. That's the right <laughs> But um, yeah, I know and making music is so accessible nowadays. I think. I mean. I mean, I don't know about you guys and what your first setups were. Oh, mate, yeah. But well, yeah, we've for, talked about that. Yeah, I mean, my first ever setup was literally just this eight-year-old laptop, and that was it. Oh, I and these really cheap earbuds. Just like, sing for me. <laughs> yes. Have, have you guys watched that Sound City documentary? I think I remember you mentioned it. But yeah, I, I, I remember you mentioning it. Out. You guys really need to check that. It's a free. It's a free movie. It's uh. It's on YouTube, and uh, it's it was fantastic. It's um. Th there are a few things in there they talk about with the sound tool, a Pro Tools version one or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Uh, what it was called back then? How uh, when like digital music came into play, like its early days. People are talking about how it would take like two hours to render like a single sample or yeah, some shit yeah. like that. Mm. And if they got it, they got it wrong. Imagine. They would have to delete it and then do it again and wait another two fucking hours to render it. They all thought that digital was like a flop and that tape was gonna still succeed. And like, uh, I mean, of course, that's not true. Yeah, yeah. But after after many <sighs> years of of it developing. I mean, yeah, the 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 CD just changed a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. But um. It was really interesting seeing the early days of like music production and shit it, it, through sound through a Sound City documentary. Yeah, Trent Reznor was on, was on there, and uh, they were all talk. A lot of people were talking about how uh, like the invention, you know, digital music, like working in like Pro Tools and all that, has given a lot of people who they, I remember the, I forget the guy's name, but he said how it's given a lot of people. Uh, access to be in the this industry that don't have a right being in that industry, and I don't know if I agree with that too much, because I think it gives a lot of people. I think just uh, I know it's just a portion maybe that he's talking about, 
but I think it's given a lot of people a good avenue that don't have a lot of money to go into a recording studio and record or make beats in the recording studio for like $150 an hour or something. Nice. Did you ever um, check out um, the Defiant ones? What's that? It's uh, a documentary about kind of the music industry and stuff. It's mainly focused around um, Jimmy uh, Iovine and Dr. Dre and okay. essentially how they became business partners and ended up ended up um, selling Dre beats essentially and getting a partnership with Apple. But um, is this uh, is this Facebook or I mean what what is this? Is this net theaters or is this Netflix? Netflix, bro? Damien, please watch it. You will absolutely love it because it um, it literally just shows you the culture, the musical kind of growing and cultures of of so many of like kind yeah. of rock oh. and stuff from Jimmy Iovine's perspective of him becoming like a a kind of like stand-in audio engineer and then kind of mm -hmm. like proved himself. He didn't have a clue what he was doing, but proved himself, worked up the ranks, ended up becoming like a producer, worked with wow. worked with um, Stevie Nicks, like Pe uh, Patty. I gotta, oh, what's he called again, man? What's his name? It, it, so it's called The Defiant Ones? The Defiant Ones. You need to watch it though, dude, because there's a lot of... Um, a lot of stuff. It to seems do like with, rich history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just loads of footage of just like the old school ways of working in in studios. I think you'll just you'll find it really interesting, especially with your kind of recent um, goals and stuff that you and RJ have got going on. Mm, yeah, definitely. Yeah, thank you for. Because no, literally, you finish so. watching that whole series and you feel like you want to conquer the world. Like you feel like you want to conquer the musical world. It's so inspiring. <laughs> oh damn! Yeah, it's like it's such yeah. a it's such a good, such a good story because they essentially just came from nothing to billionaires now, right? Yeah, pretty much. And gonna, it just yeah, shows all the work this. that they had to go along the way and all the struggles and hardship and the crazy shit that went down in their lives and stuff. Mm. Oh, yeah, especially Dr. Dre. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, and then what all that life. stuff carries over to, like, Jimmy Iovine, and he's like, I've never been in this kind of situation before, and all of a sudden I've got, like, gangsters, like, coming after us. Oh, oh, yeah, that is true. I mean, think about who you're letting into your studio, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's, like, so Fantastic. Know, there's watch, so many though. things. I'm going to have to check this out. Hopefully it's on the US one. I hope it is. It's definitely it definitely was on the UK one for a while. Should be on the US one, I reckon. Yeah, it must be. It's like such a it's a very American driven show. But yeah. oh, but one of the main points, dude, is there's an episode dedicated to the kind of immersion of the weird twisted pop, and it's obviously looking at Marilyn Manson and Nine Inch Nails massively. Oh, so Trent Trent's yeah. in it a lot, kind of talking about his processes and his experiences with kind of. Jimmy Iovine and shit, and it's just—it's just really. It's, just ah, it's not on Netflix. Oh, it damn, oh, it's on damn. HBO Max. Who oh, the fuck watches HBO dude. Max? God damn it! You'll be able all to find these streaming online, services. Now. Fuck, man! You know I'll find a way to watch it. <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to illegally watch it. Yeah, cut the internet. Cut it out. Yeah, we'll cut that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of documentaries and stuff, speaking of documentaries and stuff, did you guys watch that drum and bass documentary from the other month? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. German bass, bass arena. Yeah. I think it was them. Yeah, I still haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, it. it was. It was. No, it was yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a little. I mean, from what I was watching, I thought it was really interesting pieces of history being shown on screen and just being talked about. Mm. <clears throat> I thought it was good. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Is it worth a watch then? Because yeah, I still haven't actually. I think so. I know. I know a lot yeah, of people yeah. um, were getting irate, weren't they? Oh, is that upset because certain people weren't mentioned and all yeah, that sort of stuff, yeah. right? That's that's what it was, and I do feel bad because I, you know, after because I didn't, I wasn't thinking that when watching the documentary, but going back, I guess there could have been a few mentions here and there. You told me that it was like five years in the making, right? Was it five? Yeah, I remember something, it, something like that. It was it like was a good few years. A few years in the making. I think that a little bit more could have gone into. What was it like an hour and a half? Something like Something that. Like an hour and 40 minutes. But I guess a few more bits of info could have gone in. But for what we got, I, I thought it was cool, man. It was free. It was on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only way they can yeah, sort exactly. of, like, fix, in quotation marks, that sort of problem is just make it a series. But if one episode took 
it's a lot of work years, though. it's a lot of work yeah and you've got to make sure you've got the contacts and all that sort of stuff and to be honest right. I don't think they didn't make it as a we need to showcase everyone in drum and bass kind of thing all no, it is yeah, is just I like showing I don't think showing, it was made for that it's just showing the essential roots though really mm-hmm. like maybe there were a couple that got left out but for the most part it was pretty good I know a lot of people were saying it was sort of labelled as the definitive documentary, which is why I'm wondering if that's why people got upset by it. Oh, oh right. Huh. Do you know I what I mean? Know. Where well, it's like, if if it's definitive, then it should have everything. But to have everything, you'll take years and years and years. Trauma base is... <laughs> there's not, it's not like there's like loads of documentaries out there about us, or excuse me, about our scene. It's like what? It's just... Cup, like a handful? Yeah, I mean, the drum and bass scene is it's still pretty niche. It's still pretty brand new in the terms of music. Yeah, I, mean, it's I just not think like drum to and even, bass is, yeah, even have a documentary at all is pretty incredible for it, really. Yeah. The, yeah people need to just be happy. It's still growing. Well, yeah. I mean, how old is the scene roughly? What, 20, 25 years? 25. Maybe just over 25. I, I'd say about 30 years. I'm going to say. It depends I'm what you want to count, the, really. What you want to count as. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, in the 90s, early 90s is really where drum and bass and well, I guess jungle is what it was back then um, there's so many fucking names for it but jungle is what they called it in the early 90s I guess and sort of just formulated into drum and bass because it kind of came I from mean, like the, 90s raving music as well kind of yeah yeah like hardcore music and shit like that Kind yeah. of yeah. um, a lot of those early like really really early things on ramps for example were sort of labeled as hardcore weren't they okay so yeah, some yeah. people some people labeled it as hardcore i'm sure or i might be wrong um if anyone listening can correct us go for it i'm sure i'm sure someone can correct us <laughs> back into the documentary i thought it was good it was pretty fun watch i was invested i was interested mm. and they gave it to us for free we didn't have to pay a single fucking dime for it i'm happy for it yeah it was cool I guess it was yeah, made for like for the love and all that sort of stuff, right? I hope it was. Yeah, I mean, seems sort of like, it. like made for the yeah. love, and then had literally everyone crying like little babies on the in the comments. <laughs> Imagine five years yeah. making that, you see everyone cry and just be like, "Oh fuck off!" <laughs> yeah, I can imagine like they weren't too happy with that reception. I mean, I'm sure the generic they would have been ex- response they would have been was very expecting it, positive. But yeah, I oh yeah, they for knew sure, it was sure. coming. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, it's the internet, mate. You've got to expect a bit of hate, especially if you've got numbers. That's the thing. Like, you can't if, please everyone, can you? That's the thing. If you haven't got uh, no, like any hate, then it's almost like, wait, something's not right. I mean, even yeah. I got hate for my first ever release, so... Yeah. <laughs> I showed you that really message, didn't I, Toby? Did. You did, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's just... Yeah. If you're not... If no one's hating on you, there's something wrong. That's a that's a life lesson. I, I yeah, I live by that, mate. Yeah. And that way when someone does hate you, because it will inevitably happen, it, you can just fucking sh- shrug it off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the best you can do. Even just not respond to it, just be like whatever. You know, yeah, like move if, on about your day. If you sort of uh, shelter yourself from any sort of critique <laughs> for any hate, then it's almost in a little like bunker. What? What was that? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> In like a little bunker. It's like, this is my protection bunker. Leave me alone. <laughs> Get out. Stop telling me what you think. But that's the thing. Like, I think, especially if you're in a creative thing, like, you know, going back to whole, like what we were saying earlier about how this is the best time to start being creative. If you can't take any sort of feedback, even if it's something like, I don't know, like say you send this track and someone's like... Nah, your snare doesn't like, work. <laughs> if you can't take that sort of feedback, then... Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, there's, there needs to be a bit of self-development first before you get into it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But of course, I will always tell you guys your tunes are horrible. So <laughs> that's a different story. And I appreciate that, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> right, speaking of... <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't be working together. But yeah. Speaking of uh, horrible tunes and music, <laughs> any drum and bass you've heard recently? <laughs> Sorry. No, but any any drum bass that have st- that stood out recently, guys, uh, favorite the, in all, in all that seriousness I'm, now. That I've not the Galaxy and Degs tune, to be fair. Yeah, that, yeah, that we mentioned yeah. that. Like before. like a tune that I've absolutely loved. Yeah, yeah. Um, just it doesn't even need to be like recently come out. Just something that you've just like just clocked on about again, and just like damn, yeah. I feel like you guys will like it. It's uh, 
TDM by Thematic. It's on Sofa Sound Bristol, I believe. Oh I'll yeah, I think it. I've I'll seen that sort of uh, like a compilation. It's that it's coming out soon, and I will definitely be buying it. It's um, yeah. Let me. I just want to make sure that there's a few songs that have just been absolutely insane that I've loved. Got them on my Spotify. Yeah, all, all the tunes that you mentioned, we'll just put it in a Spotify playlist for people to have a listen to as well. Yeah. Just to, so that they know what we're on about. TDM so, thematic. Spread the love. At the risk of promoting ourselves. Yeah, I've got to say, Jack's on fire, isn't he? Yes, he really is, you know. He really is. Yeah. Yeah, he's on fire, that kid. Yeah. He I is. say kid, but <laughs> That yeah. kid? He's been, he's been doing <laughs> he's good. He's been doing me. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, see, that's, what, that's really nice to see. I love seeing... Um, because we've got our little Discord server. I love seeing our community like grow as individual artists as well. Like it's really nice to see oh, those yeah, guys. Like yeah, we love to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. It is. It's really nice. And some some of those people there, like they're really kidding it, aren't they? Yeah, truly, mate. Truly, there's mm. a there's a. It's really nice to see the kind of uh, potentials there for like the kind of next generation to come. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it, that's it. Because there's quite a lot of young people as well yeah, within yeah, our, that's it. our server who sort of like have just getting started. But yeah, I mean, it's not even just our server, it's just generically like, because obviously as Detached Audio's owner, I get a lot of demos and stuff. Yeah, of course. And even if there's stuff that doesn't fit the label, there's often times where I think that person's going to go far. Yeah. Just because like they've got a cool sound. It's just not for me, but I can tell people will appreciate this. And it's really yeah, nice yeah. to see. You can see the potential that can come from it from a bit further development or whatever or Yeah, exactly. Like there are some people who've only just started producing, but I'll be like, Oh, you know, your arrangements are really good. Your yeah. you know, your production might need some work, but there's some really cool ideas in here. Yeah. And I think some people do have a kind of natural um knack of kind of like the arrangement side of things and just what yeah. works but a lot of the time it is usually down to kind of um just tidying what up your influence produ production and shit mm. that we excel forward like, but yeah and also yeah the influences always obviously play a huge part into that's it into yeah. shaping like, a producer right i think all of us as musicians we either fall into one category or the other like some of us are better producers and some of us are better arrangers yeah yeah, I think yeah, that's usually. I'll, the I'll case. put myself in the arranger section, but like, I know what you mean by that. People, yeah, yeah. Like there's some people who, like like you said, Toby, have just got a knack like for making a tune that almost. feels like a story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then there's also some people who have a knack to just make a tune, and it just sounds so clean, and you're just thinking, "How the hell?" Mythologies Part One. Yeah. <laughs> you self promoing yourself, David. Yeah. Yeah, no, but th oh, this will be a good. This will be a. Uh, I'm excited for this re 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 yeah. I'm excited for this release. Um, yeah. So both of you have started making tunes together, haven't you? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, it's nice to see. Yeah, we've been working on Question. some bits, Karen, as well. Yeah, we've been working on. It's quite. It's quite funny because. Uh, out of the four of us, we've all been working in different combinations now. Yeah, yeah. I've even yeah. started some tracks with uh, Jack. Yeah, I've nice. heard those, and oh my word! Oh yeah, did Jesus you like Christ. Your proof? <laughs> uh, yeah, if I'm sure, let Jack tell you how much I enjoyed that. <sighs> I have not heard those yet. Um, I need to hear them. Uh, yeah, well, they're so good. We'll, we'll fire so, them so at good. some point. Um, now, Jack's Jack's a um, a wondrous one. <laughs> Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. 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 It's nice, like, especially the four of us working on things together. Like, I love how you, like, Toby and Damien, you guys have got a very sort of liquidy, sort of funky stuff. Yeah. But then if you look at my work with Toby, it's just like really dark stuff. Yeah. yeah it's nice to have those different avenues. No, no, it definitely is. We should definitely, uh, for our next bit, Karen, do a, do a liquidy thing. See how well, it turns out. There is something I wanted to send you anyway. Okay. So, yeah. Do it. Um, absolutely, bro. Yeah. Uh, after this podcast episode is over, yes, you know yes. what we're doing. But yeah, going back yeah, to, yeah, sorry, just quickly going back to tunes that we were talking about. I don't know if either of you guys have heard the um, the bit on context audio, the free bit from Sub, is it Sub, Subdue? Yeah, oh, Subdue. Subdue. I or, haven't or that it. Oh, mate, listen to that tune. Anyone listening right now as well, just listen to that tune, man. Freebie, go support. Con it, context just, audio as well. Yeah, shout out, Ben. Exactly. Shout out, Bodge, man. Bodge. 
have much not. Putting out some heat, you know. Yeah, to be fair, this, these last few months there have been some very, very good music out. I mean, I've enjoyed stuff from the smaller names a lot more. Yeah. Than like your, but there's some really, really good talent out there. No, for sure, man. Really good talent. There's a lot of names I hadn't uh, picked up on. Obviously, because yeah, I've been exactly. away for quite a bit as well from the scene. But it's nice coming back and just seeing all these names popping, man. Like, it's kind of yeah. clear who's um, who's got something to prove, you know what I mean? Before you even left the scene, I didn't think Damien and I even had any releases out. Really? That's mad. I didn't even start producing before you left the scene. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, it's funny how, how, like, how quick... It's good, man. Some people can just pick up things essentially yeah and yeah yeah it definitely helps yeah. with the technology being th at that point now as well yeah so many different options so you can just try out different ways that kind of work for your f workflow if you get me that's it and um i know i say this almost every time but it's always so good to try and take your music into different avenues oh, different yeah, genres yeah, yeah. different definitely, styles definitely. like that's why I've enjoyed really making like dark stuff with you, Toby, because it's just natural, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But then, then you can just make like an ambient bit, and it's just good fun. Yeah, really for sure. It just gives you a bit more of a kind of like it gives you more perspectives, right? Yeah. And then you'll come back to your original style or whatever, and you'll kind of combine different bits and just kind of level it up even more. Yeah. And I guess once you sort of, um, like we were saying with the whole uh, film composing thing, like having that sort of back catalogue, it's so nice to have a portfolio where you look at it and you think, oh, this guy knows how to do this thing. And yeah, that oh yeah, thing for sure. Yeah, yeah. Thing. Like, yeah. Like Shows you less if, of a kind of one trick almost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I know there are some people who are. I don't want to say repetitive, but have that specific style and they always go for that style, which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine if they can nail that style. But yeah, I'm all, I'm always firmly going to be in that camp of try different things, try different genres. Yeah, exactly. Even if you don't want to put it out, because a lot of these people that release tunes are in the same style, chances are they probably write a load of music that isn't anything like that. But maybe they just yeah. keep it for themselves. I don't know. But at the same yeah, time, like, that could like totally not be the case as well. Yeah, I mean, I think that's something that's really important is that people should realise not everything you make has to be released. Sometimes you can make a track just as practice. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of people who think, oh, no, this has to get released. Well, let's find this label, this label, this label. But it's like, nah, keep it there as a bit of a... Like, You're telling people what to do. Something to track. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, what are you going to do, Damien? I don't know. It sounds like you're telling people what to do. Oh, you want to release that? Well, don't fucking release it, all right? <laughs> talking not man. that bad. But no, like, there there are some things where it's like, yeah, you don't, like, don't, don't stress out looking for releases all the time. Sometimes just work on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, would, I, I think that makes say, sense. I'd say that. I'd agree with that one, yeah. mate. Yeah, of course. That's like a nice little uh, send off. I mean, I'm, sure, I'm sure both of you as well have got loads of tunes in your uh, in your files that are finished but just not out there. Oh, right? bro, Jesus Christ, yeah. I actually don't, man. I delete. I delete a lot of my shit. Really? You just full out delete it? Yeah, I just full out delete it. It's a habit that I need to break, but I mean, it's just, I guess because I'm so OCD, if I see a project I'm never going to go back to, I just, I'm like, mm, Bro, you shouldn't delete. do that, you know, because I've actually um, gone back to old projects quite a bit this year and like made old mm. tunes I started back in 2014 and just kind yeah. of polished, polished them. Yeah, that's you why I, like, that's why I got to break the habit. There is one song that I wish I still had the stems for. Uh, it was my f like one of my first songs I ever really truly worked on. It's called Castles. I wish I had the oh, stems yeah, of that still. That was a basics freebie, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I wish I could go back and work on that with what I know now and my workflow now. It'd be a pleasure. Make a sort well, of Well, that's just a little uh, lesson to keep in it. Yeah, yeah. Just don't, just don't delete them, man. Fuck it. Just yeah. hang on to them. You never know. And to be fair, Damien, if you don't know what to do with it, why not send it to someone who you think would know? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Just let them like, finish the track. Like, like oh. hey, you want to finish this? 
yeah, you want to work on this. But yeah, like, yeah that definitely works. for me, like um, I was going through my old files and found this down tempo bit that I did about two years ago. And I thought it was all right. And I sent it off to a label and they wanted it. So I was like, great. Well, yeah, I mean, so, like, it can be exhausting on your creativity, deleting all of that shit, because maybe you have good ideas, but you just didn't roll with it. And it's just like, you know, that's that's it, been me. Yeah. But like I said, it is a good idea. So it can just deleting these things can exhaust your creativity because you, maybe you'll start making something like that project and it, you start to wonder why it sounds the same, but then you realize you didn't even release that tune. You're just going, you're essentially remaking the old tune with what you know now. And also I think with deleting, I know I would probably suffer from this, but I feel like if you start deleting loads of old projects, you'll start thinking, wait, am I actually any good at what I'm doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I felt like that one way. Of those where you just start, sort of start questioning your own skills and whether the stuff you're making now is actually an improvement. Nah, I from... can't relate really. I'm I'm just a bit of a god, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> true. I mean, you are Colossus. I mean, it's in the name. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it ain't that big. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, David. Yes, lad. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> now, can you imagine though, if like I was actually like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. If you were that pretentious, I mean, I'm sure there's certain artists who are. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, back to what we we're saying. Yeah, yeah. So Colossus is massive. Yeah, massively yeah. fat. <laughs> Whoa, dude, dude! <laughs> cut that out as well. We cut that out. What the God hell? Damn is it, going Toby! You always gotta make things awkward. You fucking asshole. <laughs> Um, oh my god, this, this episode's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, an absolute nightmare to edit. You've got to have fun with it sometimes. That's, I've, I reckon it's the yeah. content. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there right, is. actually, no. Um, did you either of you two um, enter the Inmost remix comp from Solvent, P uh, the Pieces one? No, but one of our members on the Discord server won. Oh! Ben, ben Rolo. Rolo, I was literally about to say, big congrats to Ben Rolo DMB for getting the first place yeah. and Volition yeah, for he, second. He, but I didn't even realise I didn't even realise he was in our server, dude. Bro, if you are listening right now, my friend, big the fuck up. Yeah, well done, yeah, Ben. Yeah, yeah. Much much uh, much deserved. I listened through it and yeah. Great remix. It's a fair point. Do you guys take part in remix competitions? Um I've never engaged in no. them. See, I, I always do a thing where I'll 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 grab the stems and make a remix, but not as part of the competition, like just for fun. Right. Yeah, I think I did yeah. download the pieces stems just to do that, but I've just I've yeah. just not got around to it. I might do. We I could might. do that as our next liquid bit. Toby. Yeah, yeah, we could throw it together a little remix. Yeah, I was gonna we'll give hit you the another one that I found the stems for actually. So yeah, yeah, we've got two remixes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, but that's that's sick. I haven't really been making music. I just been fucking around with Cubase. Oh yeah, so um, how are you getting used to Cubase now? Because I know last month you just started, isn't it? Actually, way more comfortable with it, man. Like I said, it's a, you want to learn those core mechanics first of the workflow and how that DAW functions, and then you can start making tunes, and then the rest you sort of just learn along the way. I, I, yeah, I have a course. feeling that if you're learning DAWs, the first one's the hardest one to learn. Then second one, it's hard to learn, and then the third one, you'll it'll actually be easy to learn because you have at least you have some experience with two different DAWs. So you can sort of figure out how things sort of translate into the third D and DAW. Yeah, well, I mean, you want to. I mean, you 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 want to learn the ins and outs of a DAW, which takes a long time, it can take years. Yeah. But um, yeah, of course. I don't really recommend switching consistently different to different DAWs. It's just so time consuming, and then you're too busy learning the DAW than rather than making music. That's it, exactly. But I, I don't know. I, I'm glad I've learned Cubase. I'm I'm liking it now. I'm liking the workflow. It's put me in. So you're making a complete switch from Cubase to FL, then? Is that right? From Cubase to FL. Yeah. Sorry, from FL to Cubase, sorry. No, no, you're fine, you're fine. Um, yeah, actually I am. I mean, I was still, oh, I mean, the, come on, FL free uh, lifetime updates and shit, that's a it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, 
Keybase, just like Pro Tools, I'm sure will make you pay for that dumbass shit. But oh yeah, of course. Yeah, it's bizarre they do will, that. Yeah, it's like why? Like, come on. It's like because a I DLC. Thought, yeah, yeah, it's like DLC, and it's like, come on. It's like the most expensive Ugh. DLC fucking ever, like two hundred dollar DLC. It's like, yeah, seriously. It's like, what's so two hundred dollars extra about this? You know. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it would just be sort of like an update to the aesthetic, isn't it? Well, I don't like that certain. I don't like that you're limited on the amount of mixer tracks that you can use on like lower versions. I believe that when you pay for oh, it, yeah, you should get. I remember you saying. Yeah, you should get as. Doesn't Ableton give you unlimited amount of mixer tracks? I believe so. I haven't actually tested it. Uh, it's it's either Ableton or Logic. I forget which one does. You use Logic, right, Toby? Yeah. Is that one unlimited amount of mixer tracks? Unlimited mixer tracks. Maybe I don't know to be honest. I've never actually looked into it. <laughs> I mean, it's not that anybody would need unlimited. I just imagine that unlimited amount well, of. Why? What's tracks. what's the cap? What is the cap on FL? Oh, FL's cap is a hundred and twenty-five. Yeah, I think, I think it's one hundred twenty-five, like, which I mean, is more than enough. Yeah, but you ever need to go. Seriously, I always think about it. Like, if you've got that many channels, like, what are you doing? Well, it's a bit. Yeah, right. I don't know because it's, it's a bit over the top. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we should start recording um, our takes for episodes on 125 channels. Just pan them oh all slightly, god. get a nice stereo feel there. Oh my god! <laughs> just our voices creeping Just make it sound like every like you're just walking around the room, <laughs> just losing your mind. <laughs> Oh, automation shit. on the pad and then that's going to be the trippiest episode ever <laughs> be crazy oh my god that would be pretty funny as a bonus episode to be fair yeah speaking of bonus episodes though we and this is for the listeners actually uh you may have seen that we're now on youtube and um we now do live streams on our discord server as well oidy oi. yeah yeah we do we, we out do. here and it was good uh all three of us were in that one weren't we yeah yeah yeah, we had Damien singing, of course. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, that's something. So if listeners ever want to join in on our um, live streams, you know where to find us. Or if you guys have any ideas of what kind of content you would like to see on YouTube, like other additional episodes, literally just, I don't know, tell us, man. We're all, we're open ears. Yeah, we're, we're always open to ideas. Here. Yeah, I mean, I'm preparing a um, another bonus episode soon because uh, I had a recording of a session when I was in um, in Harrogate with Deflect and Arcus, and um, I recorded our production session. So that'll be oh, okay. that'll be something you guys could look forward to very soon. Yeah. Nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a load of good fun. So you'll see that, and yeah, I'm sure. I think Damien, you were thinking of doing something with Brandon, weren't you? Yeah, Brandon and I were thinking about it. Brandon is, by the way, it's it's Mathis for everyone who may not know. A very talented man. Yeah. Yes, very good musician. Um, but yeah, we we have some things in the works. Uh, a couple of video ideas of, you know, we like to build different kinds of percussion, and it's kind of fun making your own. Uh, just making your own instruments. And I don't mean just like, oh, there's a cardboard box, let's just bang on it and there's our kick or some shit like that. I mean like actually making your own instruments and just out of like just random shit, man, and just getting cool sounds out of it. And we were just thinking about doing something like that, kind of making a video yeah. of just building our own weird instruments, like building our own weird kick or something like that. Giving or finding some idea. Idea. Watch that. Yeah, like finding weird ways to record or something like that or finding weird ways to get your own reverb or something like, you know, just fun things like that. Because that's what music yeah. should be. It should be fun. It should be exciting. It should be... Experimentation. Yeah, it should be experimentation. And that's... You get fun little results out of... It's like doing a scientific experiment. You do it once and you get these weird little results. You do it again. You tweak a few uh, variables, components or whatever. And I don't know, you get some interesting results. Yeah. I love experimentation. Yeah. yeah, I think I'd definitely watch you and Brandon doing stuff like that. To be fair, that'd be really interesting. And of course, Toby, you'd be streaming Minecraft for us, won't you? I mean, 
Only Minecraft if that's and D and B. People want. I don't know. That's what the people want. <laughs> Do they yes. want it? They want stream it. Minecraft while you just talk about D and B. They want it. <laughs> Well, realistically, I will be uh, when I do stream and stuff. I'll I'll just be playing tracks from Spotify, yeah. probably just tracks from like maybe my iTunes because I can just send the audio feed through that. So we could make it into a thing if like people wanted to like play a tune and make it on. Session. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And like I'll just play the tune. I'll obviously I'll be playing Minecraft, so don't expect. Um, you could do Minecraft and reviewing tunes that people send. Well, yeah, you. do you <sighs> know what I mean? I can mix it yeah. up. Yeah. That's 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 I mean, an idea. Just ideas. like, do you know what I mean, if you think of any other kind of things that you'd much rather see, or just yeah, anything, just throw throw the ideas our way. Yeah, maybe just a camera feed of Toby's face while he feedbacks feedbacks yeah. or tune. Do you know, perhaps yeah, he, perhaps he's want a video of Capassi being said in every accent in the world. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> starting off with the American yeah. ten times a day. <laughs> I'm not sure if I get many views, mate. My accents aren't very good. <laughs> oh, no, you'll get 100 views all by me. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing, we uh, thanks for sticking with us. We're glad, you know, especially in our server, and our little community. We're glad that you've joined, and we hope that more people continue to join. It means a lot. I mean, when we started yeah, this, man. we didn't even think that. We didn't, the no Discord server was in our mind. This was just sort of a thing. It, if most... If you stayed with us since the beginning, we were originally the Basics Recordings podcast. It was sort of like this little side gig, but uh, yeah, we just appreciate you sticking with us. It means a lot to us, and trust us, there'll there'll be more. There'll be more things to come for the actual channel, for our SoundCloud, YouTube, and the server. Yeah, and yeah, that's that's our episode, guys. That is our episode done. so thank you to everyone listening in. If you've been with us since the beginning, hey again, it's nice to see you. Um, for new listeners, welcome. We are Fig Breaks. I'm sure you probably got that from the intro. Um, and if anyone wants to get in touch, you can get in touch in all of our socials. It's uh, the social media name and then Think Breaks Podcast. So, you know, facebook.com slash thinkbreakspodcast, soundcloud.com slash thinkbreakspodcast, etc. Apart from Twitter, where it's thinkbreakscast, because character limits. Who needs them? Um, and also, we'll always have a link to our Discord server. That's going to be there. You can always email us at podcast at basicsrecordings.com. Um, and yeah, yeah, keep making some tunes. Keep getting in touch. Alrighty. Um, Adios. Yeah. See ya. It's been a pleasure. Until next time. Peace. Rest in okay. peace. Be in home. Oh, oh shit. Jesus Christ. Rest in peace. Be in home, bro. Build a bag of guys yesterday.